0: For more than a decade, FTI has strived to become the leader in the aftermarket, performance, transmission, and converter industry. We've joined forces with McLeod Driveline Components under the leadership of top fuel funny car pilot Paul Lee and now have a larger distribution network, more resources, and more power. Come see us in the pits and ask how you can join the FTI family. It's not cheating. It is the competitive edge.
1: It's time for an inside look at the most powerful motorsport on the planet.
0: WFO Radio, NHRA Nitro. This is
1: WFO Radio. Hey everybody, welcome back. WFO Radio, back on the air. What a week we are having Super excited about all the news in the world of drag racing. But this episode is going to look forward to one of the mega events of 2023. I'm talking about the World Series of Pro Mod. We're going to speak with Wes Buck. He's going to talk about the event. I'm super excited. I'm going to be there. The best of the best of Pro Mod drag racing all in one place in my home state, Bradenton Motorsports Park. It is going to be great. So if you're excited about the event, if you want to know, what are the rules and what is the deal and all of that stuff? I'm going to put Wes under pressure. I'm going to ask him just some questions about the drivers and about the rules and what's going on and what we're going to do and how much fun it's going to be. We need you to share this show. Wes is just a couple of seconds away. We've had a big week that Wilkerson news was just unbelievable, and we had a great response to that as well. Everybody has just lighting me up behind the scenes, and it has, been, uh, it has been amazing. And we're just getting started as 2023 is rolling on. Before we get to Wes, I got to tell you about the people who make it possible for me to go WFO. Each week, we are here chasing around drivers, chasing around race winners, and the reason is Folks like Total Seal Piston Rings, the leader in ring seal technology. If you're refreshing your engine for the next campaign, Total Seal is who you need to call. If you're trying to unlock that hidden horsepower, Total Seal is who you need to call or go to the website TotalSeal.com. You already heard about FTI performance transmissions and torque converters. For all you ninety guys, top sportsmen, top dragster guys, Right Trailers, the new sponsor of top sportsman and top dragster in the NHRA FTI Performance Powering uh, a lot of those cars, getting the power to the ground, I should say, with a very consistent, consistent way. Fog it, the folks at Fog it. This is very important for your high performance racing engines, but also works on firearms. Go to fogit.com to find out more. After you finish racing for the day, you've got to fog it down. That's right. You put it in the trailer, condensation ruins your cylinder walls, and uh, you're going to lose some of that performance. It's as simple as that. So when you go to put it away, you got to fog it. The folks at Philips Connect on board, Philips-Connect, Justin Ashley, doing a great job last year. But it's all about smart trailer technology. So if you have got trucks and trailers going over the road and you are not connected, you need to get connected. You can email me, Joe, at WFOradio.com, and I can put you together with the folks at Philips-Connect, Philips-Connect.com. We're talking about all kinds of sensors that are connected via the web. If you've got a tire going down or a wheel hub heating up, they will let you know. It is pretty amazing how they work. And then there's Bernie Speed Shop. Bernie's up there in Ocala, Florida. It's all happening in Florida here at the start of 2023. Bernie's has got over... $5 million in inventory. That's right. If you want a classic car, an exotic car, a muscle car, they've got them all. If you want to sell, they sell on consignment. If you're looking to do a frame-off restoration, they do that also. Over 100,000 square feet up there in Ocala, like 11 minutes away from Garlitz. Go to bernies.com and definitely follow them on social media. Later on in the show, I'll tell you about samtech.edu. Of course, Frank Hawley's Drag Racing School. And my buddy Marvin Rodak, who keeps me fired up and on the chip. With his Rodax coffee and those grills at Rodax Grills, coffeeandgrills.com. All right. There it is, everybody. Later on, I'll tell you about the Patreon show. We just did a new uh, Hear It from Heiner for all the pro stock fans. That's up there and available as well. But I'm just super excited to speak with this man whose show is coming on like uh, not long from now, right? We got him right before the show. This is by design, Mr. West. What's going on with that, Mr. West Buck? What's up, Wes?
0: Swinging and ducking, buddy. Thank you for having me, Joe, man. It's uh, it's always a privilege and an honor to, get to come on here and talk drag racing with my buddy.
1: No, I know. I, I'm super excited about this and uh, I am excited to be there. But this one, I know the World Door Slammer Nationals, Orlando, Florida, a couple of years ago, we had a great time and it was a great event. Unfortunately, the whole pandemic thing was... Uh, you know, a, a shadow on it. It didn't affect the time we had, but it was happening at the same time. This event in Bradenton, the World Series of Promont, 8th Mile, Outlaw Rules, as as I've heard communicated, I think it's got the chance to be a worldwide drag racing mega event. Let's start with the. the how did you come to this? You had doubled in a couple other areas. You were out there at Bandemir. You were in Orlando. How did this rules package and event
0: invitation only come together? Great question, Joe, and and thank you for all that. Yeah, we we have had this group here at Drag Illustrated, yourself included, you, you've you uh, become a part of that family and, and entered the orbit, uh, as we call it, and you, we have had a wonderful track record of events. We did three versions of the World Series of Promod out at the legendary Bandamere Speedway. We then kind of revamped the format, took it to... Uh, as you mentioned, Orlando Speed World Dragway down in Orlando and it had a wonderful time at the World Door Slammer Nationals. As you mentioned, COVID kind of changed everything. It, it altered the event landscape in a big way. And whenever we were kind of looking towards 2022, actually, in the future, we weren't sure if we would ever get back into the event space, to be honest with you. But truth is, I looked around our space and I didn't see, I felt I saw, I felt there was an underserved uh, community of people, that being the pro modified drag racing contingent, and I ask you, have you ever seen anything like pro mod i mean if you really think about it hard i don 't know that there is a another category of drag racing that has the that has the the foothold or or has the inventory of cars around the world are there i don 't think there are traveling groups of of world record setting top fuel cars touring around north america there 's not that for pro stock there 's not that for funny car, but we have in a plethora, like alphabet soup of different sanctions and series and events that focus on pro-modified all over North America and all over the world for that matter. So when I looked at this group of people, I felt there needed to be an event that rallied the troops, brought all these people together one time a year to really see who's who, to to put this group of people, this brand of drag racing on a pedestal. Because For what it's worth, Joe, I believe pro-modified drag racing. I've said this before. I'll say it again. If there was a best foot to put forward for the sport of drag racing, in my humble opinion, it's pro-modified. Cars that look like cars. They look like real-life Hot Wheels. They're driven by cowboys and uh, people with the autonomy to drive them like they stole them, right? The cars, uh, I think that it is the best representation of our sport that exists I mean, there you go. You got Stevie Jackson, Jim Halsey, wheels up. I mean, is that not what a race car is supposed to look like? Big tires, wheelie bars, hood scoops, or engines sticking through the the hood. It's just... To me, this is a style of drag racing that speaks to the masses. The cars are recognizable, 57 Chevys and 68 Camaros and late model Corvettes, young and old, uh, can appreciate the automobiles that are involved in pro-modified drag racing and the characters. Oh, my goodness. We are up to our elbows and big personalities and and people that are willing. Again, it goes back to that autonomy. I I think that pro-mod is this really eclectic group of people uh Craig Sullivan Sully right there himself and that incredible Mercury I mean these cars and this group of people it, it just it's a match made in heaven it's a it's a recipe for the best possible disaster, if that makes any sense. You bring all these people together and these big personalities that are from different walks of the racing life. I mean, you've got the Ricky Smiths and the Stevie Jacksons, guys that Todd Turo literally earned their living drag racing. But then you've also got the, the cotton farmer, Jason Scruggs, and the Mississippi Missile who kind of picks and chooses where he shows up. But any he does – Everybody knows he's there and no one wants to see him in the other lane. So bringing all these people together, in my opinion, was just a, it's something that our sport needed and talking with people in the industry, specifically our partners at FlowRacing.com, who will be streaming the event. You know, they've said to me that one thing our sport needs, the, the sport of drag racing is just more big events, big events, because it just brings more people, sells more subscriptions, all these different things, but we need I liken this to a Tyson versus Holyfield, right? We need more pay-per-view-esque events. And really, there's a handful of them that exist currently. The NHRA is responsible for the bulk of them, but there are a few others certainly. And we just wanted to bring some excitement and enthusiasm. I see what's happening in our sport I feel things are very, very good right now across the board. We see Nitro Racing healthy as ever. That news uh, about Tim Wilkerson and Tony Schumacher joining forces—fantastic news. We had a ton of full fields last year. Pro Stocks healthy, lots of good stuff happening. Radial racers are competing for world championships. Great things happening in the sport. But Pro Modified, I, I wanted that type, this type of racing to be in the mix, Joe. I wanted to have a big. I wanted there to be a Super Bowl of sorts. I think we can get in trouble for even saying that word. I didn't say like, that right? Yeah. Kind of check. Yeah. Central event that everybody looked forward to, and honestly, we're just bringing everything that we've learned. You know, people forget sometimes that Drag Illustrated has been around for almost two decades. You know, we kicked the doors open on this thing in the fall of two thousand five, and we have just learned you know, taken notes, watched what works, learned from other industries. We threw our hat into the ring on, on several occasions. This will technically be the sixth major production that Drag Illustrated is responsible for. So we feel we're bringing everything we've learned to the table, and we are going to blow the roof off Bradenton Motorsports Park the first week, week of March.
1: I'm I'm excited about it. Um, my, my take is this. I, I love ProMod. I don't have to compare. I see some people in the chat section, you know, replace this with that, get rid of this to replace with that. That's not where I'm, I'm at. I feel like there's room for everybody. Uh, but what's cool about this for me is the invitation only aspect to it, because you get to shine the spotlight on a team, on a driver, on someone's accomplishment, whether it be a Dean Marinus, Having who's had great success. He's out there with us on when I say with us, I mean, at the NHRA on a regular basis, hanging out with Chad Green, working with those guys. Uh, But that guy is an incredible racer. You shout him out, you bring him in. Now he's part of this and he's got something to prove. So whether it be PDRA guys, whether it be NHRA guys, whether it be NMCA guys, outlaw guys, they're all coming together in one place and that rarely happened i don't think it it has happened ever
0: i don't think it's ever happened i and that's probably what i'm most proud of and and that's the thing is there are incredible racers and and to your point the the invite only thing has been very polarizing and that was by design i'm not here to you know there's a showmanship angle to all this stuff that i think a lot of times drag racing has lacked at least in the last couple of decades it, it's lacked some showmanship it's lacked some pizzazz and this was a tough thing i i've you know, you're talking to a a, a person fully addicted to people pleasing, right? I mean, uh, I have spent uh, uh. my entire life, the whole West Buck brand is built on the back of being everybody's buddy. And I've worked really hard to well, get I watch how, you, how
1: you say that. though?
0: Yeah, you <laughs> know, I mean, it, it's tough, you know, and I've wanted and it breaks my heart. However, I know that in order for this event to have the, the reverence in the, 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 the excitement and the pizzazz that I wanted it to have you got to leave some people out tough conversation to have um but it, it it's part of it it's a classic marketing strategy not to like air out our you know the the secret sauce but it's it really is everybody wants what no one else has it's just a classic known marketing strategy. And I knew the moment we made this invite only still to this day, even when we did the very first world series of pro mod in 2017, the question I got from everybody wasn't where'd you get a hundred grand or how are you going to pay these people. It was always why invite only. And it's because of exactly that. I know that everybody wants what no one else has. And we needed badly to create some air of exclusivity around the world series of pro mod. Because honestly, if it was come one, come all, It's just another drag race. It's an event where you swing the gates open and you hope you have a good turnout. And I wasn't willing to, I I didn't want to do that. And there's another reason, Joe, and that's because I wanted a controlled cast of characters. Would you, no one would ever film a movie or produce a a movie without knowing who was going to star in it. So we set out with a hit list of people that we wanted involved in this race. And again, it's not always because of how many races you've won, how many times you've qualified number one. It's definitely not about how long you've been doing that. I've heard that from a handful of people. I've been in this game for 30 years and I didn't get an invite. Well, that's not really what it's about. It's about being a needle mover. It's about being someone who sees our big vision. And that's. One thing that every one of these racers you're flashing on the screen right now will, will tell you they heard from me, Joe, is the first thing these guys hear when we have this conversation about them coming to the World Series of Pro Mod is I don't want anyone involved in this race that doesn't want to be involved. It's bigger than winning $100,000. It's bigger than getting to test a little bit before your NHRA season starts or your PDRA season starts or your Northeast Outlaw Pro Mod season starts or your Midwest Drag Racing Series season starts. It's bigger than that. It's about putting drag putting a real drag racing entertainment property together. I look at the sport right now and I see, and there are over 200 high level pro mods in North America alone. It's without question, the strongest heads up category that exists in the world. And I feel like we can use this as a tool to grow our sport. And I, if anybody didn't buy into the vision buy into the fact that we're putting pro modified drag racing on CBS sports, 69 million households are going to have the opportunity to engage the world series of pro mod and the stars and cars of this series. It's so important. So, so, so important. And if they don't buy in, they're not a good fit. And I've had a handful of guys, you know, that I've had to have that conversation with that all they cared about is what, you know, how much the entry fee was or where they're going to get to park. You're not my guy. No, no hard feelings. Right. Nothing personal. Right. But you're not my guy. You don't understand what we're trying to do. And our goal here, one of the toughest things that any race promoter has to contend with is the fact that on Sunday afternoon, you got a handful of real happy guys. In our case, there will be about one. Right. And you've got dozens, if not hundreds of really upset folks. Right. That lost in first round or didn't have the weekend they wanted. So for us, my team, I have tasked them with I don't care if you DNQ, if you go out first round or you win the race. I want this to be the most memorable experience, the most enjoyable, positive, upbeat experience of your racing career. And that's kind of, that's where we're setting the bar. I don't care how you do win, lose, or draw. I want people to look at this and say, I can't wait till next year. I can't wait to try it again. You know, and I, and I did see some comments about top fuel and put up a million for, for nitro. I agree wholeheartedly, but I'm also man enough to admit that you got to go where your heart is in my heart is in door slammer drag racing. Cars with swinging doors, it's what I grew up around, Joe. It's what I'm passionate about. And I would be, it wouldn't be authentic for myself or Drag Illustrated to put on a Top Fuel race. It just wouldn't. And it's also, for me, I'm willing to say, it's a tip of the cap and a kissing of the ring to NHRA. Top Fuel, Funny Car, I feel that they, that is their domain. And we would certainly support something like that. But I feel like, there is a big opportunity. There's a big stage that already exists for NHRA Pro Stock, for NHRA Top Fuel, for right. NHRA Funny Car. I mean, they've got the U.S. Nationals. They've got the Gator Nationals. I mean, every one of the events on the NHRA Tour, people fail to realize how big those events are. Like they, They're so big that they make even the biggest independent events really look small. So I've just kind of chosen, and we've decided that we we don't want to pursue that. We want to fill a void, right? We want to solve a problem in the industry, and that is, pro modified is getting so fast. And we can talk. This is a great segue into the rules uh, conversation, Joe. Pro modified has reached a level of professionalism and a level of competition that, in order, it costs a lot. Takes a ton of money to do this, even at a low level. Very expensive to race pro modified. We have to give these guys and gals a platform to sell sponsorships. We have to give them a platform where they can go out and, and secure the marketing partners required to fund their program. And that's some of the issues that exist in all these other sanctions and in series is that it costs a lot to run NMCA, cost a lot to run Midwest. All these sanctions in series cost a ton. We got to make sure that that juice Um, is worth the squeeze, and that visibility is kind of the juice. Putting these guys on a platform, the winner of the race goes on the cover of Drag Illustrated, again, streaming live to to tens of thousands of subscribers on Flow Racing, and as well as uh, the audience there with CBS Sports. So that's really important for us, is to make sure that these guys can go out and sell maybe a sponsorship that supports them all year, as long as they race the World Series of Pro Mod. And I'll be honest with you, man, I've had racers already tell me that they've gotten more PR, more ink, more publicity in the last two months just by accepting an invitation to the World Series of Pro Mod than they've gotten in the last few years. And that's what we want. We want it to be a real accomplishment for a driver just to be invited to the World Series of Pro Mod.
1: This guy says congratulations on the CBS deal. Maybe massive in the long run, uh, given how networks are looking for content. A lot out there. Uh, Let's get into let's get into the the rules package and how this thing is going to run. Okay, Uh, outlaw pro mod eighth mile rules eighth mile makes total sense to me. I am a quarter mile guy by choice, but whatever by necessity. The majority, like Craig Sullivan, I, I I mentioned him. I love putting that up there. I've never seen this car go down the racetrack, uh, El Meromero, right? Uh, is he yes. a favorite to win? Pro- probably not. Maybe he is. Who knows? That's the whole point of it all, right? But I had a great conversation with him at PRI a couple of years ago, and he's like, this car is just not designed to go a quarter mile. We can't do that. That's not what it is. It's designed to go eighth mile. And that's what the majority – of pro mod cars go. And so I'm okay with it. I really enjoyed last year watching Stevie at the stampede of speed at the Texas motorplex with uh, the Corvette that Jim Whiteley owns. We see this thing. It's sick. It's twisted. How quick and fast three fifties. But it's funny how that number fifties, low sixties, regardless of sanction, regardless of combination, regardless of that's kind of the number that everybody is running in these pro mod categories. So talk a little bit about why you chose those rules and am I right about that? And what does that constitute for people who only follow NHRA pro mod?
0: 100% you're correct, Joe. Across the board, every every point you're making is dead on. The World Series of pro mod is outlaw eighth mile. And we, to be honest, I'm a quarter mile guy as well. I've always felt that that was the universal yardstick, if you will. That's the barometer that people use when it comes to drag racing, right? Vin Diesel and, uh, Fast and the Furious, I live my life 10 seconds at a time, blah, blah, blah. That's what people know. Car and, car and driver, they review a new car. It, it shows what its quarter mile time was. And I, I will never argue with the tradition, the history that surrounds uh, 1,320 feet. If you find my credit card, that's my PIN number. I, I live by those numbers. I love that number. However, You have to look at the market. You have to use your head. You have to look around. You have to take the temperature of these people and ask questions. And it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out that the quantity, the real inventory of cars exists in the eighth mile format. And what I found is it's not like your PlayStation where it's reverse, it's backwards compatible, right? right? But eighth mile guys, or excuse me, quarter mile guys are willing to race eighth mile, but eighth mile guys are not willing to race quarter mile. It's just, that's the, the, that's the fact. The cold, hard fact of it is that there are more people willing to race eighth mile. And when I kind of looked at this deal and thought about what I wanted it to represent, really the best of the best, no excuses. Because in the past, like Bandemir, when we did the World Series of Pro Mod in Bandemir, Mike Bowman and I, uh, the winner of the inaugural World Series of Pro Mod in 2017, he and I had this conversation recently that there was an excuse. It was quarter mile, right? So all the outlaw eighth mile heavy hitters didn't come. Right. And it was at Bantamere, 10,000 feet of elevation. So a whole bunch of people didn't come. Right. You take the World Series of Pro Mod. You cut the distance in half. You say, we're going to run your outlaw eighth mile. We're going to run at sea level. We're going to run on a brand new, all concrete uh, drag strip. There are no excuses, Joe. There will be nowhere to hide at Bradenton Motorsports Park. We are going to see who's who. And I think that that format just really let me speak to the most people i wanted this to be a meeting of the minds a war of the worlds and we're going to see some of the stars and cars of the nhra uh, fuel tech pro mod drag racing series we're going to see many of the stars and cars from all these outlaw eighth mile series many of which are regional right guys that otherwise would never race each other you got the northeast outlaws that have been in existence for over 30 years fantastic group of racers but they don't often run the guys in the Midwest, nor did the guys in the mid- Midwest travel out East all that often to do battle with the PDRA and groups like that. So bringing the best and brightest from each one of those sanctioned series and major events to a single location that I kind of think levels the no one, there's no one, no one's going to have an advantage down in I Bradenton. Everybody's going to have the best possible situation uh, they could. And I also just to give a little love and shout out to, Victor Alvarez, and the team, Gavin Carter, Wade Rich, everybody down at Bradenton Motorsports Park. This is a group of people that are committed to the future of the sport. They're making massive investments in their property. And I just love to see that. And I think that they deserve an event like that. I mean, when you see promoters and track owners that are pouring resources, time and energy into their facility, they deserve major events like this. So Bradenton is just the perfect spot for this. And I also think there's a couple other things. When I put my you know, talk to a, a fan hat on. We can't run our cars quarter mile; they'll spontaneously combust. If Jason Scruggs runs this thing out the back door, there's no telling what will happen. We can only let them run safely 660 feet, right? But there is a there is a safety component. Uh, there is a show component. A lot of parts failures happen down there on the big end, right? A lot of these high speed accidents where people get hurt um, and. There are hours long delays that happens down there beyond the eighth mile. And I think that we can kind of, I I don't want to jinx myself here, but we can, we can add some layers of protection to the overall flow of the event, because that's one of the things going back to NHRA, what they're so amazing at is running a tight ship on schedule. Everything happens exactly as planned for the most part. And that's something that has to be honest and, and, and transparent. That's something that really doesn't exist outside the bounds of the NHRA. Very few events have been able to do that. And and we needed to make sure that we weren't going to have, you know, knock on wood, put ourselves in a situation where we're going to have a lot of big, crazy things happen on the top end. So the eighth mile format is just going to let us run a tight show. Uh, I had saw a question there a moment ago. We have six classes. We've done that on purpose. We've kind of limited the car count, Joe, just to make sure that we're able to keep a schedule, run things on time. If ProMod's set to run at 6 p.m. Friday night, they'll be in the water at 6 p.m. Friday night.
1: Very important. So let's let's do that. Let's do that in that um, the, the big show is the World Series of ProMod, thus ProMod. And uh, as I understand it, you've extended over 50 invitations, but it is limited. Okay. How is uh, – but there is also – the Friday night rivals where you're setting up match races for entertainment purposes and for whatever they want to decide it it's for, uh, which is really cool. The shameless racing mountain motor pro stock, which I was talking to a certain five time pro stock world champion just the other day, super excited about getting down there and being a part of it. And just looking at the, the list of people that are going to be involved in that. And then this extreme front wheel drive challenge, which th- that like surprised me, Wes, See, we talked about this a while ago. It's like, Oh man, we got front wheel drive cars here, but, all right. I'm down with that. What else? What else? We got those well, three and, and I'll,
0: uh, you know, you're exactly right. We've extended roughly 50 invitations and there's a lot of reasons for that. We we initially started out with a slightly smaller number Then TV relationships happen and other things happen and the, the expectations change. And I also understand that life happens, right? The parts failures, cars break down and we had to make sure that we were going to have the, the cast of characters needed to do what we set out to do. So yes, World Series of Pro Mod locked in going to be spectacular and we can run through some of those names. I'd love to do that. The Mountain Motor Pro Stock Invitational is going to be completely off the chain. Another group of racers that are a class of racing that's seen a significant resurgence that needs its moment in the sun. The Extreme Front Wheel Drive uh, category, the XFWD XF, Challenge, is really designed to bring a new community of fans to the property. I've seen it multiple times that the fan base that, that is involved and that supports sport compact and import racing they likely have never been to a pro mod race. They've likely never been to an NHRA race. And our our goal with that, that was a, a, a conversation Vic Alvarez at Bradenton and I had. How can we bring in some, how can we bridge some gaps here? We actually, we had some other ideas that we have ultimately punted on that we will likely use in the future because that's a hugely diverse group of people, international flair. And I just wanted to access that fan base and introduce them to pro modified. And of course, introduce all of our traditional hardcore outlaw, eighth mile drag racing fans to import drag racing. Yesterday, we added the Uh, Drag Illustrated Factory Stock Classic. Very excited about this. We've got some huge announcements coming in the next 24, 48 hours around that. Uh, We're going to let the best and brightest of NHRA Factory Stock Shootout, NMCA Factory Showdown, do battle for $15,000. Another invite-only affair that has been very, very well-received and a perfect compliment, right? I mean, I don't know. I'm the ultimate pro-mod guy, but Factory Stock is a needle mover, cars that look like cars, small tires, no wheelie bars, smoking the tires or dragging the bumper. It's almost always one or the other. Very excited to add them to the mix. And we're also going to have two sportsman categories, top dragster and super pro. I'm a big fan. uh, And personally, I think the worst thing you can do super pro. Super Woo! Pro, right, Super the worst pro- thing you can do, <laughs> Joe, as a race promoter is come into a track like Motor Motorsports Park that has this incredible local racer base yeah, some of the tell pe- all pe- the locals you can't come right right and, and for me, it just is part of my DNA. I grew up racing off an open trailer going and running local bracket races, and I want that group now we can't take two three hundred cars we've we've got a limited opportunity here, but I do want to. I want to make sure the locals that support Bradenton week in and week out have an opportunity to come and be a part of the World Series of Pro Mods. So yeah, six classes there, and we feel really good about it. We've looked around, and you see how big some of these events get, where it's two, three, four hundred cars, and that's where those scheduling conflicts and those issues come from. So we've got a real limited cast of characters here. Our target is 150 to 175 cars. That's going to allow us to... Keep the. I think we. You know, I would rather contend with a little bit of downtime than run the risk of racing at two or three in the morning. That is a fail across the board for my team. We, we will not do that, and that's. Uh, we want to run a tight ship, Joe.
1: No, I, I appreciate that, and uh, as someone who's going to be doing some of the announcing, I really appreciate that. But at the same time, the experience from the Orlando Speed World uh, Door Slammer Nationals, the like my own local guys from West Palm Beach. The year that they could run, they went. The year that they couldn't run, they didn't go. Uh, Racers want to race. Some racers. 100%. Racers want to race. You got a car, you got an investment. All right, do I go race myself or do I go watch the show? I would rather do
0: both. Do you think that's a little bit of an issue in our sport? I I find it to be. Of course. We talk about this on our uh, podcast quite a bit, that there is a real uh, apprehension or a real resistance to being a drag racing fan uh, yes. By competitors, it's almost like it's faux pas, like you don't want to identify as a fan, like you'd rather identify as a chicken, right, or a rock well, than a drag racing fan.
1: Here's why, okay, it, it in, in the end, every racer thinks that with the right financial backing and the time <laughs> put in that they could do what Stevie Fast does, like that's really what it is. And so why am I going to go watch those guys race? Instead, I'll just go do my thing and I'll race And I really understand it. D- you know, doing is always better than watching. But the great thing about drag racing is that you can do both in most
0: circumstances. I agree. I mean, like I have family members. I come from a racing family, like everybody drag races and they've basically told me like, well, if there's not a class for me. I'm not coming. I'm like, I'm not coming. We're no. blood related. What do you mean? You need to come support me. And it just, it's a, it's a foreign notion to them. To your point, you're hundred percent, right? Yeah. If they've got the option to go race or watch a race, they're going race in 90, a hundred times out of a hundred. But that is something that I think historically has maybe held the sport back a touch because I mean, it's not at all unusual. If the UFC is having a pay-per-view main event card in Los Angeles or Las Vegas, all the fighters that aren't fighting that night are there to watch the fight, right? right? They're there to, they want to be seen and guilty by association. So I don't know. I, I am back thing. and forth with that. It it's is a human, human. thing.
1: Well, the, the the bracket racers, and I don't want to say, I don't want to call it anybody, but, like, again, my experiences with my local racers here in South Florida, I can count, uh, not that there are so many anymore, and not that I'm so involved anymore, now that we've lost our track, Palm Beach International Raceway, but so many of them have never gone to the Gator Nationals. They never may went. be the greatest drag race in the world. Never went. Why, well, why? Yeah. Well, you know... Don't you think there might be something to learn there that you yeah. might see something that might trigger you, that you could improve your program, that you might win a bracket race because it's something you saw or somebody you talked to at this, maybe the greatest event in the world. And the answer is they don't, they don't think about it like that because they're just doing their thing. And, uh, you know, God love them, of course. But in this case, and we started this conversation because you mentioned super pro, I like it. And if we are trying for cross pollination with pro mod, and Mountain Motor Pro Stock, and Front Wheel Drive
0: to throw a little bracket racing in there as a showcase, I think is a great idea. Well, thank you. Uh, we feel good about it. Great group of people that need to be represented at this event. It would be, in my opinion, to be a tragedy to do it without them. Um, exactly. Rule-wise, uh, to touch on that briefly, we basically looked, we put together an incredible team uh, led by our director of competition, John Sears, who I think has become a Uh, Something of a phenomenon when it comes to rulemaking, and be being willing to fight that fight. It is not a fun uh, process putting together a competitive set of rules for any category of drag racing, but pro modified is especially unique with all these different variations. We've got. Three different types of engines uh, in the nitrous combination alone. We've got eight hundred some odd inch ones. We got middle of the road nine hundred inch ones, and now we've got engines encroaching on a thousand cubic inches. You got different weights and different parameters for each one of those. You also have pro chargers, screw type superchargers, roots type superchargers, twin turbochargers. It is a calamity. So it takes a real serious effort from a group of people to get those close. We're lucky that. I have prayed for this day for years and years and years that there would be something of a universal or a unified set of rules for pro modified. And we're very, very close. Uh, You will notice if you're a real student of the game that we have taken some steps via weight uh, to slow pro modified down. You, you mentioned it at the beginning of the show, Joe, it's not unusual to see these cars dipping into the 3.5 second range, three fifties in the eighth mile. And to be honest, drag racers are such an innovative, group of people. They're so courageous. They are so dedicated to uh, improving that sometimes someone has to step in and protect them from themselves. And I don't know that the class is sustainable. I don't know that we're going to see the kind of growth that we're seeing currently if it becomes a a place where you have to run well into the 350s to be a contender. So we have kind of taken what I've, uh, I think there's a comparison to be made to NHRA Pro Stock. I think part of the health of NHRA Pro Stock is getting those rules calmed down. Here's the combination. I mean, I I believe like since the late 80s, it's basically been 500 cubic inches, naturally aspirated, manually shifted, 2,350 pounds, right? And and by keeping those parameters close, that framework, there have been alterations going from carburetors to EFI and shorter wheelie bars, et cetera, et cetera. But the framework has remained the same. And despite various ebbs and flows over the years, the health and wellness of that category, you know, there are other factors, but not changing the rules every year or not dramatically changing the rules all the time has really contributed to its long-term success. And I think if we let this deal get any faster than it already is, we could be in trouble 10 years from now. And I want to prolong the lifespan of high-level eighth-mile pro mod racing, and that's by chasing records and that's for that's for Bonneville right Joe if you want to yeah, well, go land speed racing there are plenty of places to do that yeah both
1: i mean they're going to go quicker and faster regardless they're going right. to go quicker and faster you pull them back they go quicker and faster but there is something to be said for unlimited rules is great for unlimited budget and someone comes in and just goes crazy and, uh, and crushes everybody else. And everybody else says, I'm out of here. I'm going to go find something else to do. That's just the way it is. We can't get people to put down their bracket cars to go to an awesome race. How are people who spend $150,000 going to feel when someone comes in with 1.5 million and tries to crush them? You but have to have it. rules. You have to have rules. And you have to be after it. And I think we've all learned this over the years. Let's talk run a show. Let's talk run a show. How's this thing going to go? I know you've got a show. Wes has got a show coming up. He may start a little bit late, guys, but uh, we're going to try to get you to your show. But I'm I'm rolling in on Thursday. We're going to be set Friday, Saturday, Sunday, race day. But this is not the kind of event that you want to go to just one day. What's happening on Friday? Start of the day and take us through the rivals night.
0: Absolutely. We have two days of testing that is a a closed testing for our World Series of Pro Mod contenders that will take place on Wednesday and Thursday. We throw a big party on Thursday night to welcome all of our racers to the event. Just make sure everybody gets to see one another before things get serious come Friday. Friday, as you mentioned, will be the first time we ever run World Series of Pro Mod Rivals Night. As you mentioned, I've been working feverishly to to create some dream matchups. I thought about why not? Right. I mean, there are some matchups that we may see in eliminations, but we may not. And I want to make sure that we see them. There were some iconic ones that I think will be remembered forever that I just wanted to make sure happen. And here's the deal. If they happen again on race day, a little history doesn't hurt the storyline. It only improves it. If these guys faced each other on Friday night during rivals night and somehow, some way, by the grace of God, run each other again in the first round on Sunday or in the final round Sunday evening, Holy moly. Now we got a little bit of track record. We can talk about what happened. So anyways, first round of qualifying. We see Friday night as our Friday night show. The rest of the weekend will largely happen in the afternoon. So Friday is our under the lights, big production. DJ Jason Logan's going to be in the house yourself as well. Al Tucci. We're going to pull out all the stops Friday night, run our first session of qualifying uh, roughly 6 p.m. and then our second round of qualifying Q2 will be rivals night and we'll run anybody that doesn't have a a matchup uh, at the beginning of the session. And all of our matchups that we have organized currently will happen at the end of the session. I'll have you involved in this, Joe. We're going to do some driver intros. We won't have the guys and gals in their cars. We'll have them right behind the water box. We'll do a little bit of back and forth between the two drivers. Let the fans watch that whole process, get the team involved. I think it's, Drag racing is way more of a team sport than I think the fans oftentimes realize, and I want the fans that are there to see the severity, the gravity of the situation on the face of each and every one of these crew members, husbands and wives, and everybody that kind of operates around a race team. You're going to see the stress in the eyes of the person checking the tires,
1: right? You're going to get to see the
0: stress in the (laughs) eyes of the wife that's buckling her husband into the race car. We're going to bring these two cars into the water, and by God, we're going to have ourselves a drag race. Friday night, Mark Mickey versus Mark Warnehausen. we announced that this morning. Two titans of the Turbo Pro, kind of the last of a dying breed Uh, There are not a lot of twin turbo pro mods in the world left. Uh, I think that those two may change that trend, but we're going to see them line up. We got Ricky Smith going head to head with Scott Palmer. I don't know that that's a matchup that you could see anywhere else. They're from totally different worlds. We got a top fuel uh, a, a racer that that travels around with the NHRA and runs various other events going head-to-head with a real living legend in Pro Modified. Manny Bajinga going head-to-head with Marty Robertson, two stars of the No Prep Kings event series uh, that did multiple events last year with a lot of success. A lot of people wanted to see that matchup happen in No Prep Kings. Well, by God, we're going to make it happen at the World Series of Pro Mod. Jay Cox versus Jim Halsey. This may be one of the most Hottest, hot, uh, hot. What's the word? Most intense, real rivalries. Like these guys are friendly, but this means something. They both will be going up there Friday night with a kill or be killed type of attitude. So Friday night will will in the show after the World Series of Pro Mod Rivals. Saturday will be more of an afternoon function, roughly three and five. Our final qualifying session happening as the sun goes down. The sun sets on Bradenton Motorsports Park. Again, Joe Costello, Al Tucci, Jason Logan enter the fold, and that's when we're going to have our chip draw. Uh, I'm very excited about this because I want each and every one of these racers to have to go to bed <laughs> knowing who they're going to have to race on Sunday morning with hundred thousand dollars on the line. So to add a little bit of element of excitement, we'll draw names out of a hat with our pro modified competitors, and we're going to get to find out who runs who in the first round on Sunday about 11 a.m. And I, I stand by this statement. I truly believe the first round of eliminations of the World Series of Pro Mod will be as tense, as competitive, as exciting as perhaps the final round of any other drag race prior. This is a moment where almost all of these people will be in uncharted waters. Very few of them have ever been in a hundred thousand to win, win winner take all scenario. And I'm excited to see how it unfolds, Joe.
1: Unreal. Unreal. And so uh, start time on Sunday morning.
0: Uh, we will opening ceremonies at 10 a.m. with cars in the water at 11. That is awesome.
1: No, oh, that is awesome. We are going to have a great time. So, folks, if you're out there, listen, the state of Florida is the center of the universe when it comes to auto racing in general True. Uh, in, the, in the month of March, certainly with uh, all the racing that is going on across the state, Gator Nationals, the week after the World Series of Pro Mod, my opinion, you should come down 10 days. Just. Bring it all, you know. Bring it all. Bring all your money. Load up the RV. Come on down and spend a little time for folks that want to go. Wes, um, I know a lot of people are talking about the stream, but I really, I think it's important, and I have no doubt we'll have a lot of people there. But if if we could pack the house and have that crazy energy, that would be the best thing. So I'm encouraging people to come to the event. It will be broadcast on CBS Sports. We're going to talk a little bit about that in a second, but we need to get people there. Let's talk about how to get to
0: your mouth uh, to God's ears. Yes. uh, Joe, 100% be a part of this. This goes back to our conversation about being a fan. We have to be fans of our sport. If we're not excited about it, we can't expect anybody else to be right. We've got to be there yelling and screaming. You're going to see me on the microphone, telling people to stand up, turn those flashlights on. Let's create a spectacle. And I, I've had this conversation with Vic Alvarez and the team at BMP. We're committed to packing the house. Whether we're running around uh, finding people to sell tickets to, whatever we have to do to create that energy you're talking about. And by all accounts, Big Dog, if our early ticket sales are any indication, we are going to have ourselves a, dare I say it, a barn burner. Friday night, Saturday, I'm anticipating a sellout crowd. We want to put on the biggest event that's ever happened in the history of Bradenton Motorsports Park. And based on uh, the data that Vic and team have on past events, we are well on our way to accomplishing that. So you can log on to worldseriesofpromod.com, buy tickets. We're about to sell out of our VIP ticket, which is a really exciting thing. You get to come down to the starting line, be a part of the action, a limited edition T-shirt, a movie poster that'll be autographed by all of our World Series of Promod competitors. So some really cool stuff. Uh, Our ticketing partner, thefote.com, Really incredible people. Michael and the Fote, they've done their level of customer service, their commitment to their promotion partners, like such as ourselves, is a second to none. So we're very proud of that relationship. You can go to thefote.com uh, directly, T-H-E-F-O-A-T.com and buy tickets. Just search for the World Series of Pro Mod. But, yes, come down. Be a part of this because... I'll be honest, this is a personal invitation. Come join us. We want you to be there. We're looking forward to you uh, to see in each and every uh, person that comes through the gate because I, I think we're going to look back on this event as as a moment in time. A, a real significant moment so i encourage you to come be a part of it
1: well people say woodstock right woodstock the ultimate thing that was supposed to be a little thing and turned into a big thing right and everybody tries to recreate that and there's been many drag races that have tried to tap into that energy but maybe it's here for this and and there have been others but maybe like this is the one that is legit roger richards doesn't care
0: about any of that he wants to can know if, a use, if he can use I his flag <laughs> I I, mean, I better ask somebody that knows more than I do, admittedly, but yeah, sure. I don't care, you know? Well,
1: exactly. Well, for I that know, it's a big I...
0: deal in NHRA, right? Like, cause yes. I wonder what, what was the story? Do you know the story behind like who pitched a fit or what happened? No,
1: I don't know the story. I I know know. that they were allowed and that the photographers loved it. And that's where many of the great classic photographs where you're looking through the windshield of a funny car flames up and you see the driver in his eyes. And then it went away. But obviously drivers complained because all those flashes were very distracting. I'm telling lights. you,
0: if you're running the World Series of Pro Mod, you better be used to flashing lights, baby. I'm telling you, like, Mike Bowman can hardly leave his house, Joe. This dude is a legit celebrity. He won the first ever, the inaugural World Series of Pro Mod, and he's a, he's a celebrity now. So you're going to contend with the paparazzi. You come down there. <laughs> Anybody who signs the form to run the World Series of Pro Mod, you better get used to flashing right, bring, lights.
1: Bring the flash, Roger. Bring, the, bring flash. the flash. Bring the flash. Okay, there are people in Canada... They should should be the ones that want to come down the most. Minnesota, they can't make it, okay? They can't make it. This is going to be streamed live, like a typical drag racing stream
0: where? Well, it will not be a typical drag racing stream. I can tell you that. Uh, Our partners at flowracing.com are pulling out all the stops. We're going to see the highest level of production that has ever been from flowracing.com. This has been a incredibly uh, complicated process in a good way, working on the various angles that we want, the, the cameras that we want. And what's really cool is the willingness for people to work together. So we've got weekly meetings that are happening between the Drag Illustrated team and Flow Racing to make sure that this event looks, feels different, even via live stream. I don't want this to look like security camera footage, no knockup against any other event, but we're not doing stationary cameras. We're not doing, uh, we want a real high level production and they are delivering in spades. We're in the early stages of a, uh, I believe we're gonna call it World Series of Pro Mod Race Day, a little bit of a pre-race show that'll happen on Flow exclusively Sunday morning, similar to College Game Day. Right where we'll be able to recap some of what we've seen in qualifying and testing, and how uh, and preview how that's going to play out on race day. So we've got a lot of different things, where a lot of different video uh, proper or not video properties, uh, video assets, excuse me, that will be rolling out throughout this deal. So yes, FlowRacing.com. If you're not a subscriber to Flow Racing, I. I, I I encourage you to do so that we're obviously have a business relationship. And but but I say that unbiasedly because as someone who has spent God knows how much money traveling all over creation, going to drag races to be able to watch one of these events in its entirety, every round, no matter what category to see it all unfold from the comfort of my home or from an airport lobby or a, a terminal it's a pretty amazing thing. So log on to flowracing.com uh, and, and subscribe. You'll be able to see the whole thing. We're going to start streaming during testing a little bit. And you'll notice when we go from testing uh, in our sportsman categories to the World Series of Pro Mod, it will have it a decidedly different look and feel. But very, very proud of that relationship. And then uh, a month later, early April, yes. a date yet to be announced, the sh- a produced show will be on CBS Sports. This is... Something near and dear my heart, Joe. I mean, this event, obviously, but getting it on TV, this has been a high priority for me since day one. These guys and gals deserve a moment in the sun. I want to see them in 69 million households. I want to see all eyes on the World Series of Pro Mod, not the event alone but the men and women who make it possible given these racers a platform to sell sponsorships to sell merchandise to develop a fan base to build their own brands that is such an integral part of it that's how we sustain over the long term is making this a win for everybody that's involved so if you know for us significant investment on our end massive investment to be honest to make sure that we have this television production but The juice is 100% worth the squeeze because this is how we empower our racers. This is how we help them sell merchandise. This is how we help them drive traffic to their website and gain followers on social media, all of which will help them sell sponsorship and develop the partnerships they need to go racing at a high level. So it's one of those things where all these things work together.
1: Excellent. No, I, I agree. Uh, how are you promoting this race? Uh, Joe is out there and it's a little bit of long post, but he talks about radio ads, right? Like in the, in the region. And that's how I, I got to my first drag race. He's talking about E town, raceway park, and, and it just kind of got to the people that aren't, looking at facebook they're not unfortunately as much as we try to convert them uh maybe watching live streams about drag racing they're out there they're in a garage they go to work but the radio is on in the background you got any uh a thing like that going on and this is just out of nowhere but it's a listener question
0: well first and foremost they're 100 percent correct i, I had this conversation a lot with our clients that advertise in drag illustrated magazine that unfortunately a lot of times on social media you're preaching to the choir right? That's this is a group absolutely. of people that are already bought in, that are already planning on coming. And if they can't come, they're already going to watch the live stream. So you really have to, I mean, if you're going to do social media advertising, you have to get aggressive budget wise, the same way you would buying radio ads or TV ads or billboards or print advertisements and newspapers and magazines. It, it, the the notion that social media is this powerhouse free advertising tool is unfortunately a farce. It's just not true. and, and, to that you know to further that point those all those traditional advertising mediums are so valuable because you're right i grew up in an automotive repair shop what was playing all day every day 94.5 that is 94.5 fm is what we heard all day every day at buck brothers sunny slope auto in kirksville missouri and that was a powerful advertising source i mean it had a lot of impact on our lives and i know that a lot of our audience They're in car dealerships. They're in parts stores. They're in repair shops. They're in auto collision shops. So yes, we do have uh, radio advertising that's taken place. And the other thing about radio advertising and in this digital revolution that we're kind of experiencing currently, it's gotten really cheap. I mean, it used to be, Very, very expensive to get your message on the radio. Not the case today. Uh, I still believe in billboards. I still believe in television. I'm actually trying to find some digital billboards in the greater Bradenton, Sarasota area right now because me just being a crazy person, I just want the photo. Like I just want a photo of of the World Series of ProMod logo on a billboard in Florida. Like And if anybody listening knows somebody that has a digital billboard, like if I can just pay you money for a day, whatever, I just want, yeah, an hour. Um, I want to see Frankie Taylor's face and Jason Scruggs face world series of pro mod rivals night on a billboard in Florida. Uh, but I think that stuff's impactful, man. And I, I look around and I'm one of these people that I'm not afraid and I'm not so proud, uh, to, to not be willing to learn from others, right? Like I go to Vegas and the UFC has got billboards everywhere. They got 40 million followers on social media. Do they need billboards? No, but it adds to the event. It adds to the reverence. It adds to the, the gravity of the situation. I think radio ads do the same thing. So when you're putting on a show, all those things are part of the show right? And you have to be willing to do them. So yeah, we are doing radio advertising, print advertising. Um, we're doing a lot of guerrilla marketing and that's going to those auto repair shops and giving them coupons, giving them parking passes. Um, we have some partnerships with like the Ronald McDonald house to make sure some unfortunate, you know, people that are fighting very serious battles in their life had the opportunity to come out and be a part of, of the race. And that's another thing that I'm not afraid to do. I'm not afraid to go out and put tickets in the people in the hands of people that probably aren't going to come, right? They're not going to buy a ticket. They're not a hardcore race fan. Well, hey, if I can get them in on a single-day pass or if I can get someone to sponsor a bundle of tickets, I'm going to do it because I would much rather, unless we're turning people away, it's more the merrier, brother.
1: Wes Buck, great job. Super excited. World Series of Pro Mod Preview. Part one, you're coming back as we get closer. We're over a month out, but it's getting close and it's happening fast. And I, I'm just super excited to uh, to see this thing happen, to be a part of it, to get drag racing going in general. Period. Frankly, the off season is yeah, starting true. to come a little bit long. I know you've got a show. Thank you for uh, answering questions from our audience and laying it all out there. You got a CBS Sports show. You got a Flow Racing stream. You got the live event happening in Florida, Bradenton Motorsports Park, the third through the fifth of March. The best of the best of Pro Mod battling it out. Plus, you know Erica Ender's Mountain Motor Pro Stock. We we got all kinds of interesting stuff going on, and Super Pro.
0: Gotta love and that. Super Pro, buddy. Yep, three days that will live forever in infamy. I promise you, Florida will never be the same, nor will the sport of drag racing. March third, fourth, fifth. World Series of ProMod.com, the biggest, richest Pro Mod race in the history of the known universe. Thanks, Joe. I appreciate right, Wes, you more than hey, you know. Say hi to the guys for me, please. Hey, say thanks to everybody.
1: All right, later. There he goes, West Buck with us here on WFO Radio. And if you didn't know, now you know. World Series of Pro Mod going on, and I'm super excited to be a part of this thing once again, and it is going to be great. He mentioned Jason Logan is going to be there doing the music and the DJ and all that kind of stuff, and it's going to be fun. That's the deal. It's going to be fun. And really, uh, the whole, you know, uh, West promoting race and then the Gator Nationals is next week, I think it's all part of one big thing, which is the kickoff. Of 2023 drag racing. That's what I believe. It is the kickoff. Now, I know there's an event at Bradenton uh, going on, I think, this coming weekend. But this is a mega event and it's super exciting. What do you think, guys? What do you think? Put it up there in the chat section. I want to know. But first, let me tell you about these folks that make it possible for me to do WFO radio. First of all, we got our merch store is rocking right now. I don't tell you about the merch store unless there's a 35% off sale, which there is right now. You can get there on WFOradio.com. I've tweeted it out on all our links. Uh, go there to the T Public store and you can get your WFO gear 35% off. And my favorite thing is the Miami Hollywood Speedway retro t shirt, frankly. That is one that uh, I just, uh, speaking of of touching my heart, that is one. But we got all kinds of other great gear there as well. But Marvin Rodak, the coffee, the hot sauce, the spice rub, everything that is so good over there. Call Marvin, 817-924-6821. Frank Hawley's Drag Racing School. You want to drive a dragster? Like, look at that guy. He's so passionate about drag racing. Why? Because it's awesome. Maybe you should drive a dragster, and you will understand. Or maybe your family member who doesn't get you, Maybe they would love to drive a dragster or your clients or your sales team or your best guys. Go to FrankHawley.com. Tell them you heard about it on WFO radio and find out when the dragster adventure is coming to a track near you. Samtech.edu. This is the School of Automotive Machinist and Technology. They're located down there in the Houston, Texas area. Before I go any further, I do want to say to all our great friends down there. Baytown, Pasadena, the whole Houston area got rocked by tornadoes just yesterday. Uh, I I did a text with Jerry Emmons. He says that they got lucky and they were uh, spared any real severe damage. But we have a lot of friends down there in Houston. And we're thinking about all you guys watching the world news last night, just seeing some of the devastation, some of the terrible stuff that happened. It uh, you know, I try to disconnect from the news, but news like that. You got to stay connected. And so thank goodness that uh, some of our friends were spared. And to the ones that weren't, we're terribly sorry and we're with you. Uh, Sam Tech is down there in that area, but they do have classes. Motorsport EFI Tuning, Engine Block, CNC Programming. All that, they're approved to train veterans under the GI Bill as well. Check them out, samtech.edu. Bernie's up in Ocala, Florida. I'm going to be swinging by Bernie's when I head to the Gator National. Super excited about that. bernies.com, B-U-R-N-Y-Z-Z.com. Check out their inventory for your next classic muscle car. If you want to sell under consignment or if you're looking for a restoration, they do it all. Phillips Connect, -connect phillips-connect.com. Smart trailer technology for over-the-road transportation industry folks if this is you you can reach out to me joe at wforadio.com i have been authorized to put you together with the folks at phillips connect to talk about making your fleet smarter fog it engine protection this one of everything that we talk about i got to tell you it should be in everybody's everybody's trailer when you race your car the end of the night You fog it down, you spin it over, you spray it down into the carburetor, and you protect those cylinder walls. You're doing so much to make them as as perfect as possible. With all that we've learned about ring seal, now you know how to protect it, and it's a $20 can of fog it. It's not that hard. It also works on firearms and anything you're trying to inhibit rust on, so check them out at FogIt.com. Total Seal Piston Rings, the leader in ring seal technology. Speaking of hidden horsepower, the podcast, so many great things coming up. Hartford and team getting ready for NHRA 2023. Go to TotalSeal.com. And Keith Jones always tells us, make them your first call, not your last call. So much has been learned about ring seal, about the thickness of rings, about the material, about the coatings. Whether you're trying to build a 700-horsepower street engine or a 3,000-horsepower street engine, Total Seal has got to be involved. Because... Chances are those are the rings you're gonna need. TotalSeal.com. And then finally, FTI performance transmissions and torque converters, whether it be top sportsman, top dragster, dot 90, big money bracket racing, super pro. How excited? How is funny is it that I get excited about super pro being out there? I'm a bracket guy. Ultimately, at the end of the line, I love these fast cars. I love Nitro. I love Pro Stock, but what can I do? I can race Super Pro eventually. And FTI Performance. Uh, they're in a lot of those cars. They definitely know how to make them live, repeat, and hold up to big, big horsepower. One more thing, our Patreon club, VIP listeners, guys, VIP listeners. They pay a membership that they choose. We've got people paying at a high level. We've got people paying at a reasonable level. They uh, they are involved in WFO. They get special content. We have a second episode now of Hear It From Heiner. That's right, the, the Michael Heiner Show. He is the crew chief of the Get Biofuel Pro Stock Camaro, and he is it's really a pro stock school is really what it is. People ask questions and he goes in depth on. Educating. But not only that, yesterday we talked about and the episode that is up now, they're all up. They once you join Patreon, you get access to really hours and hours of various content over the years, plus our ignition show. Uh, It is pretty great stuff. But. Those here from Heiner episodes, up. I ask him, I said, hey, man, how important is the driver? Like, what's the real deal with the driver? And we talked about shift points and we talked about burnouts and we talked about all the ways that a driver can kill a run in pro stock. You want to hear about that? Go to patreon.com slash WFO radio, patreon, patreo dot com slash WFO radio and join for the year. And I will send you a T-shirt along with your other Patreon benefits as in decals and pen and patch and stickers and all that stuff. You'll get a T-shirt. Please be sure to uh, put your size on there. All right, let's see what people have got to say as I finish my spiel. That is a definite spiel. Uh, Let's see. Steve Brenwald, all you ever wanted to know about tires and more. Talking about Michael Heiner yesterday. No doubt. Who knew? Here's a nugget for you. You remember when Derek Kramer became the burnout king? Remember that? And he did that super mega burnout in the Dodge back in the day, a couple of years back. Maybe it was 2017. I don't know. The car lost five pounds per tire on that burnout. Ten pounds total because of a burnout. We learn a lot more, though. Uh, go check it out. You'll love it. Come to the party with us. Patreon says uh, these guys, they are both Patreons, of course. Facebook user it would be awesome to be there and race super pro. Another example. Alan Reinhardt says it all the time. What other sport can your little league team go out and play in between innings when the Yankees are playing? Right. Exactly. But in this case, the super pro racers that get to go, and we didn't talk about how you get selected. You got to reach out to West for that, but they're going to look across the track and they're going to see Lyle Barnett, the reigning us nationals, pro mod champion battling it out. They're going to see Jim Halsey. They're going to see Dean Marinas. They're going to see all of these people, Melanie Salemi on the same track, like minutes after they race. That's drag racing, baby. Jeff, Foggett, good for mills and lathes too. Thank you, Jeff, who is a machinist. Been watching the engine performance expo. It's one of those products. Since we're talking about fog it again, and I could talk about it all day long because Gary Stinnett is a friend, Steve Williams is a friend. And I've watched this thing from its inception. I've like, I feel connected to it, and I am connected to it. Now that it exists, people are finding a hundred different ways to put it to use. And one of the ways is while machining. And um, it's pretty amazing. But way to go, Jeff. Thank you for mentioning that. Troy, who just started a Twitter account because he loves Big Money Bracket Racing. And I'm going to tell everybody the account. I should have a graphic for it, but it's Stripe Takers. Big Money Brackets. Just search it, uh, search it and you will find it. Stripe Takers on Twitter. This guy is uh, pushing out the stories about the Big Money Bracket guys. Going to be so epic. World Series of Pro Mod. Fling All-Stars. Creating huge buzz in the drag racing World. Excellent. Uh oh, Walt. We were very fortunate to have been missed by the tornadoes. Thank you, Walt. Thank you for telling me that. I appreciate that. You and your pop. I put on the world news tonight with David Muir to check out the world. And you know, I that's my deal. 6:30. I put on the news and see what happened. I think it's important to know what's going on in the world. I know a lot of people like, I'm not going to listen to news anymore. I think that's crazy, frankly. And all of a sudden I see that these wild, horrific storms have passed through right through many where my friends live. Uh, Walt, I'm glad. You are okay. Gymnastics. Hey, Joe. What happened to the Angie Smith bobblehead? We see Matt, but no Angie. Angie's here. Angie's always here. What do you mean? I just got so much stuff. I got a collection of uh, of things going on back here. But I, I have a legitimate like collection of stuff. My favorite thing. I got. I got the Garlets Swamp Rat Thirty pull car. That that thing's worth like a million dollars, right? I've got the Hartford valve spring. I've got everything, man. It's insane. I've got the Justin Ashley super diecast. I'm just like all the rest of you guys. I'm a hoarder. I mean, collector, right? I've got my Santa pod dragster back here. I have got it all. Uh, Don't worry, Jim. I don't throw anything away. Here we go. Sunday, 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 this one race. You don't want to miss. Certainly, certainly. But that having been said, the Emily Motor Royal NHRA Gator Nationals just days later. Like bookending a week of amazement. The start of the 2023 NHRA Camping World Series. Don't miss that one either. Hit them both. This is not an either or kind of thing. It is a both. Because a lot of these guys are going to go right over to Gainesville and start their pro modified series season. Number one. But also Wilkerson running with Skag, Part of the. Wilkerson or Maynard-Wilkerson racing team we learned about yesterday. Start of Pro Stock Motorcycle. Speaking of Matt and Angie Smith. Speaking of White Alligator Racing. Speaking of Vance and Hines with Gage Herrera. So many storylines. It is going to be amazing. Love the intensity and enthusiasm. Obviously, he's talking about Wes. Yes, Wes. Joe, Wes has people coming from many U.S. states and many other countries. I believe that, Michael. Thank you very much. Michael is a great commenter on our YouTube channel, by the way. Good job. Good job. Uh, Looks like it's going to be an epic event. Exciting stuff certainly is. Wow. Almost talked me into going back to Florida one last time. Come on, Jim. Come on back. No, he, he, he did. Did your guest say that social media is enough to get the crowds to fill the stands? And the answer is no. He said it is not. He says that they are doing radio, and they're looking to do a billboard, and they've got a guy with a sandwich board on the side of the road. He says they have got it all. Uh, if you are listening to this, you should join Joe. Oh, he's talking about the Patreons. And, you know, he's hes definitely right. He's definitely right. But it's the kind of thing we can't force you to do. you got to join uh, willingly on your own. Melanie Salami going to be there. It's just super exciting. But I'm most excited to see El Meromero, man. I'm most excited to see this car and Lyle, but this is a car I've seen at PRI a whole bunch of times. I've never seen it in person. There are cars that you just you got to see in person, and that is one. This is going on in Bradenton. It's going on early March, March third through fifth, the week before the Gator Nationals. Super excited about it. All right, guys, thank you very much. Appreciate you all. Super excited. Drag racing 2023 kicking off a month before the World Series of pro NHRA Southeastern Division, Division 2, will be kicking off the NHRA season with their first Division 2 points meet going on. I have already recruited a bunch of my friends. Corey Kramer is going to go up. He's going to try to run Super Street. Hopefully my buddy Lee Neal. Hopefully my buddy Rick McDonough. They are all going up there to try to run some 90s stuff. I think it is great. I will be calling the action. It will be streamed on NHRA TV. But if you're in the area, you should definitely plan on coming out. Divisional race is awesome. Comp eliminate going to be awesome. You know David Eaton's going to be. Great. It is going to be awesome. Thanks to West on the show. Bobby Bobby Barnes says later, everybody. Love Sullivan's car absolutely. Look, it's Courtney Ender's. Two of my favorites in one spot, Joe and West. What's up, Jordan? Be a part of the big flow broadcast. It's going to be super exciting. Joe, thanks for the interview at Vandermeer for the Mile High Nationals. Attention in the Pits turned out great. What, the Tri-Fives? Yeah. Great job, guys. That was awesome. Now, go to NHRA's YouTube channel. Check out Attention in the Pits. We've got a great run. You know, we're closing in on episode 100. Do you think that one should be special? Episode 100 of Attention in the Pits. Who should get that? I wonder. Can't find Stripe Takers. Troy tag it so I can follow. Big Money Brackets. Stripe Takers. You gotta find it. All right, guys, that's gonna do it for WFO this week. I'm gonna go build an engine crate right now right now going to build an engine crate you know why i got to send my engine out we got to get this thing done it is amazing thanks to wes buck and the guys from drag illustrate world series of pro mod preview we expect to see you there wfo guys